Guys, it's Marco with Business and Motivation here. You know, I came across an interesting topic that I hadn't really visited since since probably a freshman in college. Um, you know, it's all about philosophy and, you know, things come back as, as you get older, as you do different things in life. And one of the things that came back was uh, a few things that um, I vaguely remembered I vaguely remembered, and at one point I knew very well, and I kind of forgot to get busy with stuff, and um, work takes over, life takes over, and you kind of throw away the things that made you who you are, um, the things that helped you escape stress, or the things that helped you overcome issues. Some of the things that helped me overcome issues and do away with stress and do some self-motivation was always really reading things um, that wise men once wrote. Among some of the things that I would read would be either psychology books or philosophy books. One of the one of the um, the writers that I that I read was uh, Marcus Aurelius. Uh, he was a Roman emperor. And uh, is known as one of the five good emperors of Rome. And he kind of um, earned everyone's respect because of his ability to be um, a good emperor. In the sense that he he was very fair. He was known to be a very fair man. Um, he's also quite known for his philosophical work. Um, known as the Meditations of Marcus Aurelius. Now, with some of this stuff, I, I have a few quotes that uh, I was looking into. That really impacted me and I thought I'd share them. Because I think if I benefit from them, who knows who's out there that wants... Uh, that wants or needs to listen to these things. Now, it's one thing to listen, it's another thing to practice, but you can't practice unless you're constantly listening. And that's the thing that um, is so crucial, that you constantly have to be putting yourself uh, in the way of information that is going to make you better. You cannot be a better person or a better human being if you're not putting yourself in the way of better people, of better human beings. Uh, you know, you can't be a good softball player if you're constantly hanging out with people that play soccer. Two very different things. You got to stick with the people or the crowd that you want to assemble. Having said that, um, we have to revisit some of the topics that we once did to kind of get a jolt of that energy that we once had. So without any further ado, I'm going to go into a few of these things. This is going to be kind of a, a chill podcast. I'm I'm drinking a little bit of whiskey and I'm uh, finishing up a little bit of work, but I figured I'd uh, I'd give some of these quotes um, and throw them up there on on the podcast so you guys can take a look or take a listen and see if there's anything that touches your heart, anything that touches you to the core, um, anything that maybe you can start practicing in your daily lives. Um, and if there isn't, then that's fine. You know, that's another episode that um, that is out and. Uh, I really hope it touches a few people. So the first one is uh, something that's uh, it's quite popular, one of his quotes. And it says, when you arise in the morning, think of what a precious privilege it is to be alive. 
to breathe, to think, to enjoy, and to love. Seems, seems like a pretty simple thing, right? What do we do when we wake up in the morning? Um, if you're anything like me, and you are uh, not on your A-game, you're usually waking up about 45 minutes before you have to be somewhere. That's already way too fucking late. Like, I'm sorry, that is way too late. I know because I've done it, and I do it. And it's one of my biggest issues. Um, anyone that knows me knows that very well. There's no hiding it. If I have to be somewhere, I will be there on time. That is not an issue. The issue is that I, I wake up with just enough time to get my stuff done, and then to move on to whatever project or wherever or whatever meeting I have. And if I pre prepare the next the day before that, everything's going to be fine. However, if I did not prepare the day before and I thought, well, I'll wake up in the morning, I'll prepare a little bit, then I better pray to God that I do wake up that fucking day or it's not going to happen. Now, you can't leave that stuff to chance, right? Luckily, I have this internal clock that when there is things that absolutely matter, I wake up extra early, like 5 or 6 a.m., Now, granted, um, by about 7 p.m., I am, like, done. I'm ready to go to bed. But at least my internal clock somehow says, hey, Marco, this is one of those things that you can't miss, man, so just be sure you are up. Um, and I've had people say, hey, can you do me this favor, pick me up from the airport, or can you take me to A or B, C place? And it's at this, this early in the morning. I always say yes when available. But, um, and I never have an issue getting there. The thing is, when you wake up with just enough time to get the stuff done for you to be out the door and then go to the meeting and go to work, that's not enough. It's just not enough. And the reason that it's not enough is because at the end of the day, you still have to really wake up out of that slumber, you know? Get your stuff together. Have your first cup of coffee or your cup of tea or warm water or... Uh, whatever it is that that you drink that puts you at ease um, actually the biggest and most important thing is usually always to to make sure that you hydrate in the mornings whether you have a a nice cold glass of water or a nice warm glass of water everybody does things differently man to each their own I'm not going to sit here and judge you and tell you how, how to be crazy healthy but I am here to tell you that whatever it is you have to have something in your stomach um, and it's something very light you know usually tea or water and then after that your body kind of wakes up and it does its thing so you need quite a little bit of time to get your body going to get your your mind straight your juices flowing the thing about it is is you know there's people that will get up and they'll warm up their car they'll warm up their car because they're like you know what this is a machine and if i don't warm it up shit you know what i mean you know the the block may crack on me or whatever um Because it's so cold outside and it's like, I'm not going to run it cold. The thing is, we run ourselves cold all the time, guys. Like, we just, we wake up and we just go at 100 miles an hour. Because you're already running late to the meeting or you're running late to work or you're running late to to the to school to um, leave the kids in school or, or uh, pick them up. However the hell late you got up. If you got up at 3 p.m., then you got to pick up the kids from school and then you got a bigger problem. Be that as it may. Um, yeah, like we were, 100, we were running 100 miles an hour and we're really not doing ourselves any any favors by doing so because if we take care of a car better than we take care of our bodies, then, you know, we can't expect the results to be great. We can't expect to achieve greatness treating our bodies like shit.
Like, it's just not, it's not possible, but we never look at things that way. We always look at things, you know, like material things that we purchase are more important than ourselves. Uh, you make sure your, your car has the best oil, you know. I only put liquid molly in my car, you know, stupid shit like that. Um, you know, I only use, you know, the best K, K and H or whatever the hell they're called, um, oil and air filters. And, you know, you do all these things for the things that are material, but the things that go into your body, we really don't care too much about. Um, you know, we seem to eat the stupidest shit, you know, the most unhealthy, unsavory things that we can just because we're in a rush. And, you know, we make sure we do put premium gas in our cars, though. All this stuff happens in the morning. Like, we are up, and we're going 100 miles an hour, and then we're not eating right. We're not drinking adequately because we do not have enough time to ease into the day. We just have to go. There is no ifs, ands, or buts because you woke up late. So, if we race up in the morning a little bit earlier... Actually, significantly, I would say at least two hours before you have to do anything at all. That gives you enough time to go take a shower. Once you take a shower, your body relaxes, your pores open, and they close. So you're good to go. You know, your body's primed to do whatever you're asking of it. Um, then you can think a little bit clearer. You remember that you got to do this and that and the other. So it's important that when we wake up in the morning, we wake up with enough time to be able to think, to be able to get in the zone of, all right, I'm going to execute on today. So Marcus Aurelius says, when you arise in the morning, think of what a precious privilege it is to be alive. I can't remember the last time, speaking of myself, that I woke up and said, fuck. Now I know I've done it, but I can't remember it right now. I can't put a finger and say, you know what, it's probably last month. But I know I've done it. The thing is, if I can't put a finger on it, if I can't say, you know, I did this last week or last month or, or this was probably two years ago, then there's an issue. But I can't remember the, the last time that I woke up and said, you know, I am extremely happy to know that last night was not my last night. Can you guys? Can you guys think of the last time that you did that? And if you can... If you're saying, you know what, Marco, yeah, as a matter of fact, I do remember it was this and this day. Then you know what? Pat yourself on the back. Pat yourself in the back because we don't do that enough. He says, when you arise in the morning, think of what a precious privilege it is to be alive, to breathe. Think about it. How many people actually need oxygen tanks? Some of you listening may be wearing an oxygen tank. Tell these other people that don't need that. How ungrateful they are and how they take this stuff for granted to be able to prance around without the need of an oxygen tank. Some of you's grandparents need an oxygen tank to move from point A to point B. It's a burden. A burden they will gladly carry because it's a necessity to continue living and loving and being loved. And technology allows it. You know? And thank goodness for that. Because without it, a lot of people wouldn't be able to be here. But at the end of the day, they can remember when, if, and if they ever did not have to carry that tank with them. They could breathe on their own. Their lungs were sufficient and powerful enough to, to actually give them the proper output. 
of carbon monoxide in the input of or the input of carbon monoxide in the output of oxygen. You know, like it's it's insane how we take all this stuff for granted that you know what we breathe in, we breathe out. It's like yeah the yeah the plants make oxygen for us and I breathe it in. Then I breathe out carbon monoxide and they take care of it and then I breathe it in again. It's such a beautiful interaction between us and nature. It's a payoff, you know, for having plants around your house. The simple act of breathing is a gift. And if you're breathing on your own without the help of a machine, and if your lungs are actually taking everything and filtering it adequately without the help of any respiration device, then yeah, I mean, great. But you don't stop to think about those things. We just kind of say, hmm. Oh, we take a big yawn and we think to ourselves, eh, I guess everything's fine. Let's get started. Where's my coffee at? You know, we don't really think about that stuff. But he says it's a privilege to be alive and to be able to breathe, to think, to enjoy, and to love. You know, it doesn't matter how smart you think you are or how stupid you think you are. If you know enough to be able to wake up, and enough to know that you're hungry. Then you're thinking. And without that ability to think. You're nothing else other than an atom or a vegetable. And even vegetables know they need to eat. They still need water. You know, it's uh, they're very simple things that are taken for granted. To know that, you know what? My job is not... So secure, I need to start putting applications in for other places. The company's been laying off a lot of people. I better get on Job Monster and really um, amp up my resume, beef it up a little bit. That's you thinking. That's you being proactive about an issue that has not happened but very likely can because of what you see going on around you. That's your ability to think taking over, something that we take for granted. We let people tear us apart and say, you know what, you're stupid, you're not so smart. You know, sometimes we do it jokingly to other people. And you know what, people may start believing that. We may start believing that if it's said to us. The truth of the matter is, we're not that stupid. We all have a different level of thinking. Some deeper than others in certain areas, but at the end of the day, we're all capable of thinking. Our cognitive abilities are different, but they're all there. And it shouldn't be taken for granted. What do I have to do in the day? What are the tasks at hand? What is going to get me the best return on investment when it comes to my time? Should I go to work first? Or should I go uh, partying? at 9 a.m. in the morning on a Monday. You know, you think it's simple, but our minds do certain things to, to tell steer us the right direction. Do I shake the hand of the guy that's going to write the check? Or do I ignore him? Do I make myself be known in my company this morning by showing that I can show up on time, perform the duties that I need to perform to the best of my abilities and better than my peers? That is our minds always thinking how to get better, how to get more efficient, 
you know, it's uh, machine learning is a big thing now, but, you know, we've had that down for years, decades, hundreds and hundreds of years, if not thousands and thousands and thousands of years. We've had it down, but we take it for granted. We think it's just always going to be there. Now, the last thing he says is to love. Marcus Aurelius says to love. I don't think um, I don't think we often stop to think about what the world would be without that element that we so call love. I think at every point in time we, I think at various points of in time we, we love at different levels and we love different people in different ways. But love surpasses an incredible amount of uh, of nature or natural processes. Like, love can cripple you. Love can make you stop eating. Love can make you eat more. Love can make you recover from an illness. Love can make you go into an illness. Can tear you down. Love has an incredible amount of power over our bodies, physiologically and psychologically. And the interesting thing about love is we really can't explain it. It's quite interesting. It's quite complex. Like, you can't really touch it. You can't. You can only feel it. And I don't like saying things like that because it sounds so stupid and simple-minded. But it's absolutely true. It can't be quantified. Either you love or you don't. As a matter of fact, either you love to live or you don't. We don't often stop to think about those things. Do you love to live? If we did not love the reality that we live in, the world that we live in today, I think it would be incredibly easy for us to cease to exist. We'd find a way to cease to exist. The truth of the matter is there's so much to love. There's so much to do. So much to learn. And people around you are waiting to love you. Are waiting for you to make yourself available for love. Whether it's friendships. Whether it's acquaintances really caring for you and then growing into, uh, you know, a, a friendship or something even better. Whether it's Alexa or Google Voice yelling at you and then maybe one day learning to love you. That's me joking, but I'm serious, guys. Like, there's so many things out there that we could actually do to make ourselves more loved and to love more people. And the only the only way that we that we survive in this planet is because we are capable of such things. We're capable of loving and learning to love. And then ceasing to love and then learning to love again. You know? Like um today I was I was walking I was walking to my car and I saw I saw someone walking um, on the other side of the street and it looked like a lady that was carrying a, um, 
an infant or, or a very small um, child. And it was, it was quite cold. It was quite cold. And I thought to myself, like, like, it really sucks. Like, I wish I could help. They must not be doing okay financially. And my, my mind jumps into all these uh, things that really I don't know if it's true. But at the end of the day, I felt compelled to help. Now, there's some limitations. You don't really approach a lady with a kid and say, hey, do you need, do you need to go anywhere? Do you need a ride? Because, I mean, it doesn't... I mean, honestly, she's not going to jump in the car. No one would. It's not safe. At least not in this world. Even if you are a sane person. So I let it be. But I have to be honest. It, it did hurt me. It hurt me to know that someone is not doing okay financially. And, you know, their status in society is not strong enough to put their kid out of harm's way and this was nice and not a nice neighborhood it was cold and it's not a nice neighborhood and this kid looked or that whatever she was carrying looked like an infant all i could think is gosh you know if that was my little one i would be i would be devastated i would be destroyed the thing is who's the dad and where's the dad does he exist is he alive we don't know that All we do know is that in that moment, I felt sad. I felt sad for another human being because we're capable of loving. And all I could think about is, well, I hope I can continue to be successful and that my success grows two, three times fold and very, very quickly so that I can put back enough into this community and into into communities like this in the future so this kind of stuff is not you know is not prevalent anymore so that it doesn't happen so that's my mind thinking because of love because we are capable of loving people that we don't know of uh, having that empathy That is so, so important for society. We love each other and we don't even know it. We take it for granted. That when you watch a movie that touches your heart, it is because of love. Of your love for your fellow human being. But we love to sit there and think that we just love the ones that are close to us. And the truth of the matter is it's not. And that's the problem with our with our mentality as a whole, I think is that we we think that we only love the ones that are close to us. But in all truth, we love everybody around us. And if we loved everybody around us the way that we should, we would not take advantage. We wouldn't charge as much for things that are a necessity. If you need to get around, you need oil or you need electricity. You know, we should be able to, as a society, provide um, assistance to people like that when they truly need it. And we don't always do it because there's so much greed. Now, granted, you, there's several programs out there that are ran by people that truly, truly care that help these people. But we don't do nearly enough of it because there's not. We, we don't really realize that we truly love our fellow human being as much as we do because we don't sit there and think about it. But love is incredible. And it's the thing that makes the world go round. It's what doesn't... It's the one thing 
that guarantees that we will not blow ourselves up. The fact that we love each other just enough as humans to not blow each other up. Because it's like, you know what? I'm not going to do that to him because then he's going to do that to me. And then before you know, we're all blown up. And everybody's living like, you know, like it's the Stone Age again. At the end of the day, we, we understand that that we love the ones that are really close, but we also love the ones that are really far away from us, the ones that we don't even know. Or at least that's what I like to think. Because if we don't, then, then I think this world would be a very, very disgusting and disappointing place. And I like to think that it isn't. I like to think that it's it's growing and it's growing very rapidly, but I like to think that it is growing in the right direction because I think a lot of people are making the changes that are needed to help us live a better quality of life as a whole. Now, here in the States, we live an incredible life. Uh, we really do. Second world, third world countries, not so much. They still need assistance. They need enlightenment. They need some uh, support. They need some love, if you will. And love is something that we're all capable of, of displaying. Love is something that is a necessity, in my opinion, for us to continue to exist. Marcus Aurelius puts it at the end of this, of this verse. And I think he emphasizes it quite a bit. Because I think it is the most important thing of this entire thing. In the morning, you need to think about how precious it is to be alive and to be breathing. That you open your eyes and that you're taking gasps of fresh air. And that while you're doing that, your brain is going. Your brain is thinking of what is the next step? What is my next goal? What's going to be my next achievement today? What am I excited about? Who needs me today? To enjoy. To enjoy the day that is coming towards you. Or better yet, to enjoy the day that you're going towards. To enjoy it. You running towards the day. Because you're excited about being able to show your boss that you can perform so he can give you a raise. Because of being able to wake up and say, I'm going to go to the gym because I'm excited about the pounds of lost or the pounds of gained. Whatever it is that is exciting you. That enjoyment. Then at the end, to love. The most important of all elements. Guys, that's pretty much it. I, I just really wanted to point that out. It, it is a very short quote, but I think it is a powerful one. Um, and I wish I could do a better job at explaining it. I, I think I just kind of did the best I could with the time that I had. Um, I just had to share it because I think everyone can read it and meditate on it and get something different from it because we're all different. But really, we're all quite the same.